Hey there, welcome to Hashtag Activate Purpose, where we talk about all things related to living a life on purpose. I'm Regine Corona, your host, and today we're going to be talking about goal setting, part two of our five-part series. I'm going to run the intro, and I'll be right back. Hi, welcome to Hashtag Activate Purpose with Regine Corona. I'm a wife, mom, community advocate, and social entrepreneur, and I'm living a life on purpose. Join me as I talk about leaving a nine-to-five career to step into purpose and what it takes to discover your purpose, transform your life around that purpose, and create a purpose-driven business. See, I believe that when we find purpose and activate it in our lives, we are able to find greater joy in the work that we do and have greater impact in the world. When we live in purpose, we can create, inspire, innovate, serve, and make money doing what we love. Let's talk all things purpose. Today, I want to talk about what are the the things that keep people from achieving their goals. So I I talked a little bit about self-limiting beliefs, and that's definitely an area that... uh, basically keeps people from having success and achieving their goals. But there are other areas that I think it's really important to spend some time looking at. And so the first area is fear of taking risks. So, you know, if you think about it, everything that we do in life has some type of risk associated with it. Now, the amount of risk varies, right? So in some cases, it's very minimal risk. And in other cases, it's a significant amount of risk. But no matter and anywhere in between, but no matter what you look at, no matter what it is, we are presented with risk. However, a lot of times when we're goal setting, when there is risk associated, and we start to recognize the risks, it becomes um, kind of a barrier to prevent us from moving forward on those goals. So if you think about um, you have a goal of experiencing um, kind of free, free flight. So maybe you would like to skydive. You would like to know what that is all about and what it feels like. But you have a fear of heights and you have other fears that are associated with that. And so there is this tendency to either not um, not establish the goal because of the fear or you're afraid of the risk that's associated with the goal. And so maybe you set it, but then you back off of it. Um, you know, I or you think about an example where you set a goal. Let's say you set a goal that is. Um, let's say you set a goal that says I want to increase my income by twenty five thousand dollars this year, and it and you're working at a job, so you're working for someone else. That goal is going to have some other goals and uh, associated milestones with it, but ultimately you are going to have to push yourself to get a promotion, 
um, which means you're going to have to maybe do things outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to take on more responsibility. You're going to have to learn some more things. So there's risk associated with that, meaning risk that you might fail, risk that you might not be able to do what it is you want to do. And so you, you look at that goal and you say, oh, I can't really achieve that goal. Um, even if it may be realistic, you'll think you can't achieve it, and then you'll lower the goal so that the risk is lower. So it becomes important to really understand what risks are involved with the goals that you want to set. And um, I'll talk about next week SMART goals. Many people are very familiar with SMART goals, but the, the acronym SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Driven. And so, um, you know, you have to make sure that your goals are realistic and that is something that you, ha you have the ability to achieve. Uh, but once you do that and you put the goal in place, recognize that there will be some risk associated with it. And that's okay. I tell people often, and, and you'll hear this, I'm not the person who coined this term, but I tell people all the time, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you have to push yourself. You have to step out of your comfort zone. And with that comes risk. Okay, the next thing is just having too many goals. Now, I have suffered from this at times. You get overzealous and um, you really want to achieve a lot. And so you identify all of these goals. And what happens is you have too many goals and you're having to divide your attention um, by all of, uh, by, or your time by all of those goals that you've set. So all of your energy and attention has to go into achieving all of those goals and you end up having competing priorities. And competing priorities are um, an enemy of goals because those competing priorities will start to pull your time away. And, you know, a lot of times people will say that they're multitaskers and they think that they're really good at multitaskers. As a matter of fact, I tell my husband all the time, he tells me he's a multitasker and I tell him, you realize that there, there is no such thing in terms of effectiveness. Um, as a, You can't be a multitasker and be effective at getting things done. Um, you can tell yourself that, but the reality is you aren't going to be able to devote the necessary time and attention and energy to multiple things. So narrowing down your goals becomes really important to help you achieve your goals. If you have too many, then you're not going to be able to effectively achieve them. So I usually recommend that people identify three to five goals that they can work with and a lot of times what you can do is you can pick a goal that's related to health. You can pick a, cult, a goal that's related to family, a goal that's related to your spiritual growth. Um, you can pick a goal that's related to career and, and finances. And then you have one in each of those areas and you can then, uh, you know, devote a reasonable amount of time to them and they are manageable and it doesn't cause overwhelm. Because one thing that does happen if you have too many goals and um, 
you're striving to achieve all of those goals and you're you just become overwhelmed then you become burned out then psychologically you lose interest and motivation in pursuing not just you know the one or two goals that you might be struggling with but all of a sudden you're ready to throw all of your goals out of the window just because it's too much for you to spend time thinking about them and it's easier not to think about them at all goals goal setting well goal setting is not hard the work to achieve your goals though is hard it's not easy it requires dedication and commitment and it requires uh, oftentimes breaking old habits bad habits and replacing them with new ones it requires creating discipline and routines in your life so it's not easy to achieve goals but if it were easy then everyone would be doing it effectively so you have to go into it recognizing that it takes time to build a good habit around goal setting and becoming effective with your goal setting but the more that you do it the better you get so that's why it's good to start with a smaller number of goals if you haven't been good at goal setting in the past start um, with a small number of goals maybe three three that are reasonable and that are achievable and you can really focus on achieving those in the time frame that you're looking at okay the next one is distractions also one that i have had challenge with um, we set goals and the idea be uh, or what you should be doing as part of your discipline around goals is looking at your goals daily um, so when i do goal setting i set 90 day goals because they're in in chunks that are easier for me to work with and you know i'm kind of like the gaming um, the gaming generation where i want to see immediate uh, response and reward um, so if i do 90 day goals then i'm able to see the results of those goals very quickly 90 days is something that is reasonable for me now i do have long-term goals and my 90-day goals roll up to my long-term goals but it becomes really important to have the discipline of looking at your goals daily because if you don't you will get easily distracted so this happens quite a bit to creative people people who are entrepreneurs um, there is a tendency you hear the term the shiny object syndrome there is a tendency to constantly come up with new ideas and they're all great ideas and then you, you get excited by the new idea and you want to go off and chase that new idea but it has nothing to do with your goals and so that's why having the discipline of looking at your goals daily becomes really really important because it reinforces for you what you should be focused on and where you should be placing your energy and if you're not focused on what you should be focused on you're not putting your energy there you're actually putting it somewhere else then you need to rein yourself back in and remind yourself i set these goals these are important goals i want to make sure i achieve them and therefore this new great idea that i want to run after although it's a great idea I'm going to put it on what I call a parking lot list 
So you put it on a list to be done later, to be reassessed later, reevaluated later. And maybe it becomes something that's inserted in the next 90 days. Um, or it becomes something that you have to, if you feel that it's so important that you do it in the current 90 day window, then you've got to evaluate, am I going to give up one of these that I already have to do it? Or am I going to wait until the next 90 days? Because the reality is you can't just add it to the list. You can, but then you're going to run into what we talked about previously, which is having too many goals. And then you're going to basically self-sabotage. So the better thing to do is if you can wait until the next 90 days to take that item on if it is really important to do. Otherwise, um, assess if it's critical to do, then you're going to have to sacrifice one of the existing goals that you have so that you can put that goal in place. And just remember, distractions are going to come constantly and, and distractions come in the way of new ideas, um, new activities, but distractions also come in the way of people. So when you are not really focused and locked in on what you should be doing based on your goals and using your goals as your your north star your guiding point um, then other people who have their goals and their priorities will step in and they will distract you because they need something you have and if you aren't grounded and focused in your own goals then you're easily pulled away and you suddenly find yourself um, in the midst of their priorities and what they need and want. And then you become frustrated and there's a tendency then to blame the other person. Oh, they came and they created a disruption. They came and they brought their priority and then that became a problem for me. Now, in a, a work environment where things are delegated to you, um, you may not be able to control that very easily. But in your personal life, you should be able to control that. And setting healthy boundaries is extremely important in helping you to um, you know, stay on track, stay focused, and not let distractions pull you off. There's two more items that I want to talk about before I end this uh, session today. The other or the next one is failure to innovate. Now this one might seem a little strange, but it's very it's very much related to the business environment. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you run your own business, if you have a small business, even if you have a, a larger business, this applies to you as well. Um, but it also implies applies to employees or individuals who are in uh, a work environment. So it's when we don't take time to innovate and stay on top of where trends are going and where things are moving, then we can quickly fall behind. And so you might have a larger long-term goal established. And let's say you're an entrepreneur. And let's say that you want to do an online course. 
and you have this idea for this great online course, you haven't really seen anything like it, and you write down all of these great ideas, you have it, and you want to do it, but then you are slow to release it. You're slow to get it out there, or you're not um, finding innovative ways to help you get it out there in a timely manner. And then before you know it, a year has passed. Now you're getting ready to get your idea out there. But you find out that now somebody else has released the same thing. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't still do it. But it does mean that you weren't early to market. And the reason why you weren't early to market was because you failed to innovate in that space. Think about best, um, not Best Buy, Circuit City. Let's talk about Circuit City. I might be dating myself here, but for those of you who remember, there used to be a company called Circuit City that was around that was very much like Best Buy. And they ended up going out of business um, because they didn't innovate enough. They couldn't keep in front of the trends in electronics and and things that were coming out and they ended up um, going out of business. Another one would be Blockbuster Video. So how do we look at video today? A lot of it is either on the internet or it's on demand, it's streamed. Netflix came into the market and when Netflix initially came into the video space, um, and I remember this very well, they used to send out DVDs. So you would um, go online and look for what movies you wanted and you would request to have that uh, DVD sent to you. And Redbox would be another example, but where the, the, where the disruption occurred was specifically with Netflix. And Netflix put um, Blockbuster Video out of business because Blockbuster Video did not innovate and stay ahead of the game. So this applies to you as well on a personal level and on a professional level when you are talking about goal setting. So you want to make sure that you are setting your goals um, that and, and you're constantly reviewing your goals, reassessing your goals, making adjustments where necessary so that you continue to innovate and stay ahead and on track with trends and things that are going to help you to move ahead in your career and or your business. Okay, the final one is just lack of motivation. So there are times where we start out, actually most of the time, we start out and we're excited and we are energized and pumped up about our goals, right? Especially you think about when you set those New Year's resolutions in the beginning of the year, most of them, <laughs> statistics have shown that the majority of goals set in the beginning of the year are either around finances um, or health. And the biggest one is around health and um, uh, body image. And so many people will set goals to lose weight, eat healthy, and work out in the beginning of the year. 
And one of the things that is challenging is they tend to leave the goals too broad, so they don't narrow them down, they don't make them smart. And so that makes it hard to really do well in achieving those goals. But think about how many people reach February and they've already lost the energy and the motivation to keep going. If it's a, around health and wellness, maybe it's that they get hurt trying to work out. Um, something happens in the workout and then they've been consistent for three weeks and then all of a sudden they have to stop. And then when they stop for a couple of days, it's harder to continue on, to pick it back up. It's easier just to stay stopped, to stay stagnant. And so lack of motivation ends up being the culprit a lot of times for people not achieving their goals. And so you have to find ways to continue to motivate yourself. Small rewards is a good way to do that. Um, that's another reason why I recommend doing 90-day goals because at the end of the 90 days, you can see uh, your achievement, you can measure your achievements, and then you can reward yourself. The rewards don't have to be big, but it's something that you can look forward to, and that's incentive to, to keep you motivated, to keep you going, and to keep you striving towards achieving those goals. So those are five key areas that I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to highlight them again um, just so that you make sure that you are fully aware of them. The first one is fear of taking risks. The second one is just that you have too many goals that you're working with. The third one is distractions. The fourth one is failure to innovate. And then the fifth one is just lack of motivation. 